We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. All right, welcome back to the first Monday episode of Big Screen Sports, the podcast breaking down the on-field action of your favorite sports movies. Brought to you by the Blue Wire Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kyle Banduho. This is also the first edition of Big Screen Sports Real Debates. That's real spelled like film reel because I'm clever. I've laid out the idea for this in previous episodes, but basically to sum it up, when you watch sports movies, you know, we've all got our opinions, our hot takes, whatever you want to call it. My buddy Darren thinks Omar Epps is a better Willie Mays Hayes than Wesley Snipes. Uh, as I said on last week's episode, I think Cinderella Man is a better rewatch than Rocky. Fight me. I want real debates to be an episode format where me and guests can just shoot the shit on some sports movie opinions that might not be universally agreed on. Today's subject up for debate is the nearly beloved basketball film Hoosiers. NFL Network contributor Patrick Claibon has a strong opinion on the film, and I'm happy that he came on the podcast to lay it out for me. It was a really fun discussion, and I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what you guys think. After you listen, let me know what you think about this episode in particular and the format in general. Hit me up on the social media accounts. That's at big underscore screen sport on Twitter, big screen sports pod on Instagram. My personal Twitter is at Kyle Banduho. And you can also come chat on the Flick app. If you download the free Flick app, type in the code big screen sports. We've got a group on there chatting up sports movies. And that's a great place for you to let me know what you thought about the real debates format and what hot takes you might have and want, uh, want discussed on the podcast. Make sure you check out the entire Blue Wire network for podcasts ranging from football, wrestling, gambling, and then go check out Blue Wire merch. And make sure you're subscribed to this feed to get episodes now coming every Monday. Next week, we're going to do the cult curling film Men with Brooms. That is streaming on Prime. I highly recommend you take advantage of that. But for now, let's get to real debates on Hoosiers with Patrick Claibon. All right, for the first edition of Big Screen Sports Real Debates, today I am joined by NFL Network contributor Patrick Claibon. Patrick, thank you so much for taking the time today. Hey, Kyle, thanks for hitting me up, man. It's of always course. it's always fun to, to go through old takes, and, and you uh, resurrected one that, that a lot of people uh, like had a visceral reaction to, which is uh, which is funny. It's an interesting take, uh, but you know, before we talk about Hoosiers. Uh, tell the folks where they can find you on social media and where they can catch you on NFL Network. If you want to find me anywhere on this planet Earth, um, email, 
uh, text. The best way to get at me is on twitter.com. Uh, it's a website that's changed my life and I'm sure a lot of people's. Uh, twitter.com slash Patrick Claybon, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-C-L-A-Y-B-O-N. And that's where you uh, see my thoughts on literally everything, uh, except the stuff that would cause me to lose my job. Yeah, Twitter.com, an absolute dumpster fire of a website that I would <laughs> die before I quit. Right? Out of my cold, dead hands. It's the most important thing in the world. First thing I do when I wake up, last thing I do before I go to sleep, and 100% what I do during the day. It's like reading the morning paper, except way worse, and all the time. <laughs> but, but I mean, <laughs> I, I, we all have jokes, and like, not to get too off topic, but like, you try to watch a game or like see anything in the real world at a bar with a bunch of random people. And you realize how spoiled we are uh, being able to curate our own online experience. And uh, we just, you, you know, you hear things that are just wildly problematic and other things in real life that, that you don't have to deal with on Twitter. And, and that's what makes it cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, like I said, I'll never quit it, but <laughs> twitter.com is where you, you took, you took to the tweeting and you sent out you sent out a take that I want to discuss today. I think differing opinions is good, and I'm not even sure we have a differing opinion here. But you tweeted uh, the 1986 movie Hoosiers is bad, the classic basketball <laughs> movie that most people love. It's generally beloved by critics. Patrick, you've got you know the you've got the podcast floor right now. Break it down. Hoosiers is bad. Tell me why. Okay, when you examine a movie and when you think about a movie, I personally, um, you know, and, and people come at this from a whole lot of different ways. Kyle, you probably come at it from a different way um, than I do. I'm all about storytelling because as far as cinematography, shot composition, other things, I, I wouldn't know the first thing to tell you, man. I'm sure there's been uh, some great movies that story-wise haven't made sense to me. And so there's a lot of stories I don't know about. Um, there's a lot of stories I do know about. And when you I, like things that you're passionate about, I'm passionate and have been interested in space travel and space flight for a long time. And you turn on a movie like Star Wars that doesn't make any sense uh, reg with regards to space. You know, there's sounds of gunshots in a vacuum. It's like, well, what's going on? I still like Star Wars. It doesn't have to be absolutely true to the source material, but. Uh, when you're talking about something that's as personal to me as the American experience and as the game of basketball, and when I read about the story of the 1954 uh, Milan high school basketball team, which I just found out was not Milan. <laughs> um, I was reading so, it as Milan. Yeah. I'm glad you were the one yeah. who took the first crack. Yeah. And so like, I, you know, I figured I was, I was going to be talking about these kids. I might as well shout out the actual name of the city and school that they played for, uh, the way they pronounce it in, in Indiana. And so it's just, um, as far as true to the source material of the game of basketball and the lessons that it teaches with regards to life and the way that the game can kind of transcend so many different things. You meet people and learn more about people uh, playing basketball with them than you will in almost in almost any standard conversation, not super deep conversation. We're talking about personal feelings uh, with with regards to anything, but the game uh, is so special. And when you ask somebody, "Hey, what's what's the best basketball movie?" Eighty five, eighty eight, ninety. You know, a, a disturbingly high percentage of people are going to say Hoosiers. And that's the basketball that we have in Hoosiers. 
and the story that it tells of a of a high school team that didn't have a good player, they got their good player, and they won a championship. It's just, it's not the story of Milan High School. Uh, these guys could ball. And yeah, they went to a small school. They had a tremendous story. And it, it just does their story a disservice. It, and not just them. Um, their head coach, the, the coach that was Norman Dale, portrayed by Gene Hackman uh, in the movie, the, the real head coach was Marvin Wood. He was, he was about 24 years old. And he gets these kids and they they go to the state finals, they lose, they come back and they win a state championship. The smallest school in Indiana's history to do so. They have a massive parade through the streets. Um, it, it just doesn't tell their story. And, and it does so in the means that which it alters the story, which, which we'll discuss here. They're, they're wildly problematic and they're just not true to the game of basketball. And it's, it, it's unfortunate that Hoosiers, to many people, is the prime example of a basketball movie when it doesn't even tell the right basketball tale in the right way. I think something we've, I've touched on in the past in this podcast when we, we've actually broken down movies that are true stories, one that really comes to mind is We Are Marshall is beefing up things that don't need to be beefed up or changing things that don't need to be changed because the story is already good as it is. I think Miracle does an incredible job of being very true to the 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 basis story. Obviously, there's certain Hollywood aspects, but it, it's very true and it just tells the story as it is. So I, I can't not agree with you. I mean... It, Imagine being 20, you know, not being 24 when this movie was made, but being like, hey, Coach Wood, they're making a movie about your team back when you were 24. And he's like, oh, who's playing me? Like, <laughs> Old ass Gene Hackman. <laughs> not only Gene Hackman, but like a Gene Hackman that was actually mean and threatening on the set to stay true to this character that doesn't actually exist. Right. Like the, the idea of the first day of shooting, um, you know, Gene Hackman is going after the director, telling him he, he doesn't have any vision. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And then later he's like, hey, man, I, you know, I, I just don't like to be comfortable uh, when I'm when I'm shooting a movie. And like, yeah, uh, if we're talking performance, his portrayal of the Norman Dale that they wrote, had he actually existed, was spectacular. But, you know, Norman Dale hit a kid. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Imagine being Marvin Woods seeing that. <laughs> and so he's he's violent and loses his job. And we don't necessarily see him come to terms with that or become like that much of a better person. He's still, you know, kind of abusive. He tells these guys uh, that he loves him at the end. And it's a great moment movie wise. But like these guys are lovable. You should love them. The characters that were in the movie. And, and so like it, it's. It's just it seems like a mean thing to do to coach Wood, right? <laughs> like <laughs> it's really it's a really tough look when you think you're getting a movie made about you and it's like, "Hey, by the way, not a big deal. Don't freak out about it, but you're going to be very abusive." Yeah. <laughs> just just an absolute dick. <laughs> and and we're going to undermine the abilities of your players, 10 of which went to play college basketball. <laughs> like these dudes could absolutely ball. And that's what is just so frustrating about this movie to me. Big Screen Sports is brought to you by Untuck It. The holidays are almost here, and you know what that means? Gifts. The only thing on my wish list this year is Untuck It shirts, and that's dead serious. My sister-in-law got me one last year, and ever since I started wearing Untuck It, I don't want anything else 
for long sleeve button downs, short sleeve button downs, golf polos. Untucked shirts are legit the best. They're, they're all I want in my closet. I'm not exactly like the tallest or best proportioned dude on the planet, so finding the right shirt has been a struggle for most of my life. You'd either see me in something that was just billowing out like a gust of wind could take me 100 yards or just way too long halfway down my thighs. So with 50, you know, 50 plus fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall guys, short guys, slim guys, athletic guys, all ages. They they hug you in the rest places like I just cannot recommend these shirts anymore. You can find your favorite Untucked style online. Check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Their styles like wrinkle-free button downs, super soft flannels, outerwear. Guys, their golf polos are sick. Like, definitely cop them next time you go to the course. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift for someone else, or you're just trying to up your wardrobe and take it to a new level, Untucked's the way to go. Go to untuckit.com, use promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUE for checkout. Guys, you got to buy some of these shirts. They're going to change the game for you. Big Screen Sports is also brought to you by Manscaped number one brand in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Fellas, have you ever nicked one of your nuts while you were shaving? I had a teammate in college who would always, always tell us that, hey, your balls are tough. They can take a lot more than you think. But your balls can't take, nay, they don't deserve a trimmer that is not suited to their needs. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 is proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorants on your armpit. Why are you not putting deodorants on the smelliest part of your body? Don't be that guy who when he takes off his briefs, you just, ugh. You know what I'm saying, guys. Don't be that guy. Use the Crop Preserver, trust me. Get 20% off free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. And honestly, your significant other will probably thank you too. Get 20% off free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code BLUEWIRE. Guys, treat your balls better today. Now back to Hoosiers with Patrick. Because even if you had set it up like that, like these dudes could ball, they were still, the cards were still so stacked against them. I think I was reading that they had 61 kids at their school. Like the the odds were very much against them. It could still be an underdog story of a, just a small school, but a good team. Yeah. You don't have to change. You don't have to change so much. And, and that goes with a lot of movies. And honestly, uh, a lot of the criticism that I got on the tweet or when I share this conversation in real life with anybody, it's like, ah, well, you know, it's the eighties. Um, there's always going to be, you know, some things that, that don't hold up well and, and problematic themes. And it's like, okay, well, like, why do I have to excuse that? <laughs> you know, we're, I'm not watching the movie in 1986. I was three years old in 1986. I'm, I'm watching the movie now and, and this is my reaction to it now. And it's just, uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. I went back and watched a few scenes before we started this, and um, I, I still feel the same way I did a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, I I still like. I think there's a you know there's still a lot to like, but it is disappointing from just from my point of view when they make changes like that. One change I'm glad they made though is I when I was before this episode, I was kind of looking into what the actual you know to the, the actual team, the actual story. 
and the basketball, the state championship game, their uh, their best player, it was like tied 26 to 26, and their best player just held the ball for four minutes, waiting for time to run down. <laughs> So I'm very glad. I'm very glad they changed that in terms of uh, in terms of the basketball action. Yeah, and that's one of the things you can absolutely take take liberty with that an exception uh, to that as a as a basketball player that would that would frustrate me. My high school team did it as well. Uh, different circumstances. Uh, we were killing them uh, man wise, and they switched to his own, and we the coach. Our coach decided at the time that we were just going to stand at the top of the key until they got out of the zone. And, uh, seven minutes went by. Um, it's sort of like yeah, it's that a battle of wills. Yeah, that's agitating. Um, you know, high school needs a shot clock. Uh, you know, to to get on a tangential soapbox uh, from sea to shining sea. You know, we've got hundred thousand million dollar football facilities and. Uh, People make excuses for not having a shot clock in high school basketball. It's a joke. <laughs> we, uh, we can fix this. Uh, we, we can absolutely change this. But yeah, I mean, there's there's liberties that, that you need to take in order to make a movie. Uh, they, they took too many uh, here. And centrally, it, it just, yeah, I mean, take some, but but you take too much and you, you, you have problems. You create problems for yourself. And it's just it, like people see major league as a baseball movie um they recognize that it's a comedy and and just some things don't happen you're not having rick vaughn put on glasses and all of a sudden you can win a cy young uh Mm -hmm. but people don't treat things like that in hoosiers that way right it's just like there's there's some things that yeah like two balls do go through the hoop but that doesn't necessarily make you able to defend or share the ball better. It's like, oh, well, that's an interesting fact. Uh, perhaps that may play uh, a role in some aspects, but it, it just it, it doesn't carry the weight uh, to me that it could. I think I think Hoosiers a lot of times gets treated like one of these top tier Mount Rushmore, like everything in it is gospel and it doesn't really get holes poked in it that much. No. So it's, it's actually, it's good to have this. I'm I'm excited that we're having this conversation. Is there anything else for you that, that just takes away from that, that keeps chipping away at the statue that Hoosier that has been built of Hoosiers? I mean, they completely left out that this team played Oscar Robertson. Yeah. And, and, And it's a key aspect of it that when, um, when you have teams, when you have an integrated basketball team win in the 1950s, a state championship in Indiana and the struggle that they go through, I don't expect every movie, um, especially a movie from the 1980s to, to highlight any aspect of that. I mean, there was a 45 second scene in the league of their own that acknowledged like, yeah, there were black people there and they didn't get to play. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, the, like, the, like, the woman, the woman throwing the ball from, yeah. uh, that went out in the stands. Yeah. And so I, I, I definitely appreciate that. I recognize that everybody's not going to do that. And I don't need that in order to like a movie, but, um, when you position these guys as the underdogs, it's hard for me not to see that the way that they position them as white underdogs who ultimately goes up against this superhuman black team with their innate basketball abilities <laughs> in the end, it just, it feels dirty. Um, be- That's a really tough look because it, because it is really tough look. Right. Um, and so like clearly 
that's a part of a movie where somebody, I guess, who's an extremist like me, uh, supposedly, according to our current administration, is, is you're going to lose. You're going to lose somebody who might who might see something like that. And especially when it goes back to my original beliefs with regards to the game of basketball and the attitudes surrounding it, that these people are good at it and these people are not good at it. It's just not true. And this team, this real life team in 1954 had no problem believing that they were good in 1953. They were good enough to win in 1954. And it's just, it seems like to acknowledge that if they were to acknowledge that the, the Milan team was good, then they would be working against the central premise of their movie that white basketball players aren't supposed to be good. So they just decide to leave that out. I mean, that's, that's a theory. I, I don't know if that's how they felt, but it's, that's how it comes across to me, uh, which again, as somebody who appreciates basketball and appreciates the struggle and the story of a lot of people in the United States of America, it, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't do what people think it does. And it doesn't do the story, yeah. the true story justice. No, it, it hurts the true story. It's the antithesis of the true story to me. Um, so yeah, that's why it, obviously the movie invokes feelings to people who don't care about the things that, that I care about. Or maybe it's not that they don't care, that they're just not passionate about it. It, it doesn't ping on their radar as much. But the, the movie itself, sure. The shot composition, cinematography, all the things I have no idea about, it may be spectacular. But in terms of the story and what it does for the game of basketball, um, I hate it. I just hate it. And I mean, you're well within your right. That I mean, from from your perspective and from what you're saying, that does make a lot of sense. You did forget to mention that uh, they all. One of the other things that really takes away from the movie is that Gene Hackman and Barbara Hershey have horrible sexual chemistry. <laughs> all time bad movie kiss when they're at that. Like, at the well, again, it goes back to horrendous the, the the Gene Hackman story about him not wanting to be comfortable while he's filming. <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps, uh, perhaps he didn't he didn't um, want to display any chemistry whatsoever uh, with regards to that. Just and and honestly, you know, maybe a problematic relationship on top of things. Uh, yeah. One that one that should be happening, but it's um, yeah. There's just um, th- there's an act- coach Marvin Wood walked out of this movie kind of like oh that that wasn't what I was expecting <laughs> at all. It's ah I I can't I. I can't hate it more uh, for Coach Wood, who um, I believe passed away when he was 74 um, a while back. And um, yeah, everybody's thinking about him and Gene Hackman and like Gene Hackman's portrayal. Like, I love movie. Gene. I love Gene Hackman, but that's not the Gene Hackman I would have wanted. Like, I mean, he gives for what he was given, I guess, a powerhouse performance. Like, it's a good performance, but the character isn't as likable as I think they thought he was when they were making the movie. They're like, oh, this will come off great. You, you know who they wanted originally? Who did they want? Jack Nicholson. Oh, that would have been... And um, oh, You throw him in, <laughs> in Indiana, oh. I, you could definitely buy that he hit a kid, though. <laughs> that would be coming like right off The Shining. Um Rotten Tomatoes gives this one an 89%. What would you give? Oh it? man. Oh. Um look, it's it's a part it's a part of our cultural consumption, uh, I think. 
at this point it's required viewing uh, because so many people relate to it. Um, it's just like, um, like clearly I would never, I would never recommend uh, somebody watch like Gone with the Wind. <laughs> right? it's, it's like, yeah, you know, slavery was happy and, and good. Right? Was, masters were great, you know? Um, but like, you kind of need to see it in order to see um, what popular perception was at the time and to a lot of extent what is now. Um, So, yeah, I would say people should see um, as far as uh, tomatoes, I can only go on a story and knowing what I know about the real story. It's, it's in the, it's in the teens for me in terms of a review. I I just, I I just think like, like, like you, who that, that is one example would be like the greatest showman, right? Hugh Jackman as this PT Barnum character, right? PT Barnum was a horrible person. (laughs) You know, if you, if you're just saying that, that the movie is about something else and like a different circus on a, on a planet, you know, that, that doesn't exist in real life, but it's a hypothetical one. And you know, this is, this is the greatest show. Yeah. I would probably have felt differently about the movie, but it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't tell the story, but at least in the, in the greatest showman, like the PT Barnum that they told us about wasn't an absolute trash human being. Like he wasn't pure dumpster juice flowing out upon the plains. He, (laughs) he, he had friends like, he had an, an an actual black friend, and not just you know a, a dead former slave that he dissected in front of people. You know, <laughs> like he he, he um, was a different person. So yeah, like that's a positive thing. They made PT Barnum better. Uh, what they did in Hoosiers was they made Coach Wood worse. <laughs> that is, that, I think that's like the lead. That's like the lead point in your tank right there. Imagine yeah. Coach Woods looking at. Ugly ass PT Barnum gets Hugh Jackman to play him, and he's like twenty four year old me turned into sixty year old Gene Hackman. How did this happen? <laughs> so yeah, that's the, the knowing knowing the true story and how good it was and how well it aligns with my worldview uh, and like fact with regards to basketball. Uh, just it, it, the story that they came up with sucks. I, I just I can't recommend. Um, I wish there were more basketball movies too. Uh, but but because that one is so widely accepted and acclaimed as like the example of basketball movie, then I I feel like we're we're kind of doomed to not get a real basketball movie uh, because of that. So if someone comes up to you and says, "Hey man, let's watch Hoosiers," and you say, "No, let's watch this instead," what are you recommending? <sighs> That's like honestly, Kyle. I think Hoosiers has poisoned the well to the point where, like, like is High School Musical a better basketball what? movie than Hoosiers? Like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm actually letting the listeners know in the uh, intro of this podcast we're covering High School Musical next month. Oh, so, really? So we might see what about yeah, what about Coach Carter? Do you like Coach? Oh uh, yeah, Coach Carter is good. I mean, some some of the um, there's. You know, you, you run into some similar things. I think Glory Road is good. Um, it it touches on, on some of the themes, but in terms of, um, like, the basketball itself, you know, um, I, don't, I don't think that movie has been made. The movie that people think Hoosiers is, I, I'm not sure that it's been made. 
Uh, but I would say, you know, Glory Road, <laughs> hell, Space Jam. <laughs> and Glory Road, oh, love Space like, Jam. Love Space uh, Jam. We'll talk about an underdog. Yeah, story. I mean, there it is. I mean, they're not, they're literally not even human. Um, they're, I guess, what the opponents at the end of Hoosiers were supposed to be. Um, it's just the monsters, right? They can do all these amazing things uh, because of their innate abilities and talents. Um, but I, I, does the movie have any saving grace for you? Um, I mean, the, the performances are, are spectacular. Um, Gene Hackman, as far as his portrayal of the character that, that, that sucks, I, I, I think it was good. Um, I'm blanking on who, who played the uh, drunk coach. Um, yeah, uh, Dennis Hopper Dennis was Hopper. was good as drunk coach. <laughs> you know, not a <laughs> drunk, drunk coach shooter. Old shooter, um, shooter with the with the, the, the I love you sweats. scene that, that you know we talked about earlier. It you know it it means something uh, to a lot of people, and you can see why. Um, the music, the way the way it works together. Yeah, I mean they're, they're good things, but I I just I'm a story guy. I'm I'm a journalist. Um, the story is, is really important to me. And so it's just, it's, it's really hard for me to get past it. Really hard. Yeah, I think the, uh, I'm going to reserve most of my judgment on this movie when we, you know, I do the actual breakdown, the actual traditional episode. I don't know when that's going to be, but I think one of the biggest, and we talked about this off mic, I think one of the biggest strikes against it is that it's Mike, Mike Pence's favorite sports movie, which is tough. <laughs> that's tough for any movie to, uh, yeah. to have that hanging out. You can't over overcome it. it, right? The, the guy that, um, that lambasted Mulan as communist propaganda because it had a strong female character that was in the military. Um, you really don't want him on your side. That's not the, that's <laughs> not the uh, review you're comes, looking for. Yeah. When it, when it comes to a, a film, but you know, uh, some of the problems that I have with the movie, you could see why somebody like Mike Pence, oh, Mike Pence eats uh, all that and, shit up and his his worldview he would love them uh so yeah if you disagree with me then uh shout out to your boy mike pence uh he's on your team man that that puts everyone who likes hoosiers in a really tough spot <laughs> I'm gonna have to well unfor- unfortunately not everybody but but hopefully uh hopefully some people oh, you know it, it gives them calls for concern well patrick thank you for coming on big screen sports the first edition of real debates uh tell the folks where they can follow you again it's at Patrick Claybon on Twitter.com. And uh, DMs are open. I'm, I'm always willing to talk about anything and everything. Uh, but if uh, if things get sideways, I will block people. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hit that, uh, hit that block button. Uh, folks, that's going to be a wrap for this edition of Big Screen Sports. If you've enjoyed this Real Debates format, uh, hit me up on Twitter at Big underscore Screen Sport or my personal Twitter at Kyle Banduho. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if uh, if you have any hot takes you want laid out. Um, you know, always always open for debate. So really want to hear what you guys thought of this format. You can also download the Flick, the free Flick Chat app. Uh, download that. Join the Big Screen Sports group. And we're always in there chatting sports movies, future episode info, you know, past episode stuff. Um, anything sports movies. So make sure you do that. Make sure you subscribe for episodes every Monday. We're doing the uh, the cult classic Men with Brooms next week. You can go stream that on Prime. Definitely check that out. If you haven't yet, please take a quick second. Rate this podcast five stars wherever you get your podcast. Really helps us out. And we will catch you next Monday. Thanks.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.